This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. All right, welcome to Thursday's episode. I have two things that I want to talk about today. One is a TV review or like a recap little story, which I don't usually do, but maybe I'll start doing it as my husband and I watch different shows. Um, We finished The Woman in the House across the street from The Girl in the Window last night. And it's on Netflix, if you're wondering. Uh, It stars Kristen Bell which is probably why I watched it, because I was like, love her. This is going to be amazing. Um, And it was. Now I can say that it is amazing if you're watching it through the lens of knowing that it's a parody or like a satire TV show. Initially, when she had posted about it, and by she, I mean Kristen Bell, on Instagram, I thought it was a legit psychological thriller kind of horror show. Um, I did not know anything about it being a satire or a parody. So that is the lens in which I was watching this TV show and my husband as well. And we got through the entire show not knowing that it was a parody or a satire. It was supposed to be kind of like hilarious, but also at the same time suspenseful. Um, Every single episode, I think I looked at my husband and said, this is the worst fucking show I have ever seen in my life. But I couldn't stop watching because at the end of every episode, they would do like a cliffhanger And you were like, what? Really? Like, where could this possibly go next? Because it makes no sense. Like, it was, I, like, I couldn't stop thinking about this show and how it even was made. I was like, who read the script of this show and was like, yep, let's do it. Makes sense. Like, what a great thriller. I was concerned about Kristen Bell. I was like, how did she agree to do this? Because again, I was thinking, like I was looking at it as if it was a serious TV show. And if you have already seen it, you know, you might think that that is hilarious. So what happened was on my stories last night, I'm recording this on Monday, I said, my husband and I just finished this show. I am going to give a review on Thursday's episode of the podcast. And I put the little emoji of like the girl with like the hand on her face, which is kind of giving off the impression of like, oh my God, because that's how I felt. Um, So Kathy messages me. She replies to that story and she says, why do you have the the emoji with the hand, the girl with the hand in the face. And I was like, oh my God, Kathy, please tell me that you did not think this show was good. Like, we cannot be friends if you thought that this show was good. And then she responds, you know, it's a parody, right? And I was like, oh my 
God. And she's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like a satire making fun of psychological thrillers. I like I told my husband right away and I was like, how did we not even consider this as a possibility for this show? Because I felt like I was making up excuses like the first half of the season I was like, she must be hallucinating these things. She must have like, you know, the story about her daughter passing away. I was like, she must have made that up. Like, obviously that's not true. But then the more and more the show went on, like we couldn't stop watching, even though we were like, this is the worst show in the world. And now that I know it's a satire, it's like the best show because like, it did its job. We could not stop watching. And there's a reason for that because it was done so well. And I kind of feel like a dum-dum because I did not even catch on that it could possibly be a satire or, you know, a parody. Like it was making fun of movies like that. And now looking back at all the things, like even the freaking title is supposed to be a joke like the title so randomly like this is all happening on such good timing this morning i went to tune in to the latest episode of armchair expert and kristen bell was the guest and she was talking about this show and the little details like how they were so detail-oriented to make like little jokes here and there. For example, like the daughter's tombstone, there's always different phrases on it every time they show it. Like I didn't catch on to that. Catching on to like how they show the title at the beginning, like all dramatic, like these were all supposed to be like little jokes. Even the dialogue between the characters, like it was all just so silly and cliche and like oh my god is this for real so they did an incredible job and if you haven't seen it already go watch it but just know that it's a satire um it's incredible it's incredible that I thought it was a real tv show like a psychological thriller it wasn't made to be funny or like poke fun at anything and I continued to watch it so that is a testament to how well done it actually is because I had to find out how it ended and what was going on because it just didn't make any sense. So that's my story about that. And thank God Kathy told me that and that I listened to Armchair Expert this morning because I was prepared to talk so much shit about this show and like just thank God. Can you imagine? All right, moving on to the main event, the main topic of this episode, which is my battle with constipation. OMG, if you were following my stories a few weeks ago, you would know that I was at my mom's place and had the worst constipation I have ever had in my life. And now when I mean constipation, I don't mean like I was sitting on the toilet straining to try and go to the bathroom. I mean like just nothing was happening. Nothing. No urges that I had to go, like nothing. And so my stomach and my intestines, intestines were full, like jacked to the brim, okay? 
And finally, one night I was so uncomfortable. I barely slept. I kept waking up. Like I just had this dull, aching, like burning feeling all over my like midsection. I was like, screw it. So I had been talking to my sister has had like crazy IBS her whole life. And so she like goes up, up and down with regard to like constipation, diarrhea, like crazy stomach attacks. She's been in the ER like multiple times, seen every doctor, has had every test. Um, still like she feels better right now, which is likely because of pregnancy and like hormones. Not sure. But anyways, she has experience with this stuff. So I was asking her advice and she was talking about like different kinds of enemas that you can do to like clear you out. But my parents kind of live in the bush and there was nothing available nearby that I could just go and buy. So I spoke with my good friend Alexandra. Her husband is a... okay. I think he's a general surgeon, but he specializes in colon cancer and he like does the colonoscopies and all that kind of stuff. So I reached out to her and I told her everything like the past week or so of, you know, this one day I had had a magnesium tea and the magnesium in the tea is hit or miss for me. It's either like it does nothing or it makes me have like a crazy stomach attack where I end up on the toilet and like it clears me out. So anyways, that had happened to me like a couple weeks prior. And then since then, I had hardly gone. Like it was just small amounts like here and there. So I was insanely uncomfortable And the week that I was at my mom's house, I had tried Dulcolax, which is like a kind of like a mild laxative. So the first night I took two, it did nothing. The second night I took three before bed, it did nothing. I was drinking water like crazy. I was trying to eat like the proper things. I had, I think, three different smooth move teas, which are made with like senna. And like typically if I would have one of those teas, it would make me go to the bathroom for sure. That did nothing. I was losing my mind, like actually losing my mind. And I couldn't, like all I wanted to do was have a nice poop. So Alexandra's husband recommended um, one of the enemas that you could just pick up at the drugstore And he said the Pico Salax, like because of how, like at first he didn't suggest that, but because of how long it had been since I had gone, it was a little bit concerning. And so that's what I did. I was like, screw it. It was like a major snowstorm. My sister and I, I woke up and I was like, I'm just going straight to the pharmacy, drove through a snowstorm to get it, got that, went home, did some work that I had to do, thank God, because I wouldn't have been able to do the work otherwise once I had taken it and yeah, I made, it's like a powder that you mix with liquid and it like foams up and then you just drink it down. It's literally what they give to people before they have a colonoscopy to like totally clear out your system. So I was like, give it to me. I don't care. I will sit on the toilet uncomfortable for a full day if it means clearing out my system. So I did that. It worked insanely well. Um, It wasn't even like painful. It wasn't like I drank it and it was giving me cramps or anything. I just literally had to go to the bathroom nonstop for like the rest of the day. 
and it just totally cleared me out. So after that little episode, I was like, I never want to feel like this again. I've never had the best digestion, but, and like, I always suffer with like bloating and like gassiness and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, that's it. I am completely changing things to promote healthy digestion. Okay. So here are some things that I changed and it has been life-changing. I feel like a new human in my midsection. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. 
My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, first I will start with food. This has been major and I have gone on little like stints here and there of eating gluten-free, of, you know, taking different supplements and nothing has really worked like it has right now. And I think that is because I have made like major changes in my diet and also incorporated other things as well. And I think it's like you can't just do a couple things here and there, not consistently. It has to be consistent and it has to be everything, which seems daunting, but it's actually been fine. I've had to spend more time in the kitchen than I usually do, but I'm just you know, telling myself if this is what I have to do to feel this good and have like healthy digestion, then whatever, I'll do it. So food. I have gone gluten-free many times, but when I go gluten-free, I typically just replace things that have gluten with the non, like the gluten-free products. So for example, Instead of having regular pasta noodles or like spaghetti noodles, I will just buy the gluten-free version that is made with usually like brown rice or white rice, whatever. Um, I will get gluten-free crackers, all gluten-free bread, all that kind of stuff. Um, I am convinced that it's not so much the gluten, but it's the products that I'm eating. So regardless of whether it has gluten in it or not, it's going to clog up my system. So what I have been doing is cutting out gluten, cutting out those gluten-free products, and just really increasing my fruit and vegetable intake, like by far. So you'll notice I've been making zucchini noodles instead of just making gluten-free noodles. Um, There are these noodles, I think they're called like konjac noodles. They're made with like a root vegetable. I've tried those. They're okay. Um, But I have really increased fruits and vegetables. Pears are amazing for constipation. So if it's nighttime and I feel like I need a snack, I'll have a pear instead of having potato chips. And sometimes I'm not like depriving myself of things that I love. I love potato chips. I love Reese's peanut butter cups and I will still have those here and there. 
But what I'm doing is before I have a little bowl of chips, I will eat the pear first so that I'm a little bit full and I don't feel the need to eat as many chips as I normally would, which is like half a bag. And I have learned that potato chips are not good for constipation. So there's that. Um, I have been having a smoothie daily, which is full of berries, spinach, flax meal, which you keep in the freezer. I learned that from my mom. Um, I usually have like um, a dairy-free milk, so like a pea milk or a cashew milk. And what else do I put in there? Um, Oh, the Vega protein powder. It's protein plus greens. So right now I'm using the vanilla one and that has been incredible. I crave this smoothie every day. So I have that. Um, I have noticed that prior to this whole change in my diet, I would never eat beans or lentils or chickpeas because it would make me so bloated and gassy. And what I've noticed is changing my diet to how I have now and like pounding water all day, eating tons of fruits and vegetables, um, having a tea in the evening after dinners. Every once in a while, I put magnesium in my tea. Every once in a while, if I haven't gone to the bathroom in like 24 hours or haven't had like a good bowel movement, um, I will put Restorlax in my coffee, like just all these little things that I've changed. I've noticed that my digestion is amazing. Like my poops are incredible and I'm able to eat beans and lentils. They don't have the effect that they had on me before, probably because my body is properly breaking them down and passing them through my digestive system instead of them just sitting in my intestines for like God knows how long. So that's my theory. I have also cut back on meat a lot. And again, the odd time I'll have chicken. Um, We made salmon last night but I haven't touched red meat. Um, I've just, you know, like making these little changes has been awesome. I haven't had white rice. If we have a dish that calls for rice, I will make brown rice only because white rice is not good for constipation. So it has been lovely and It's a little bit more work because I'm not used to eating this way, but I think eventually it will just be how I eat and I'm going to learn a bunch of new recipes and have like go-to things that I eat all the time. So I make sure we have a ton of berries, frozen berries, fresh berries. Um, Right now I find only the raspberries are really good from the grocery store, but I'm looking forward to summertime where you have like local berries. I am going to pound berries. Oh, another big thing is nuts. And this is something that I changed for Milo that has helped him a lot. So I've increased his berry intake. So I always give him berries as a snack and also raw nuts. And he loves them and it has been so helpful for his digestion as well. In the evenings, this might sound funny, but I do the little rub on my belly. My husband and I lay down, we watch TV, and I'll do like the constipation, like belly rub thing. It's, you know, going across, left to right, and then up, 
up the side and then across right to left and then down. It's supposed to like promote digestion. I I already talked about magnesium every once in a while. Um, fish oil I try and take every day. A probiotic. But again, if you would have asked me if those things helped before when my diet was not really what it is now, those things would not be helping. But I think everything all together has been the key to my pooping success, if you want to call it that. Um, been trying to be more physically active, so getting back on the Peloton, also doing like their yoga classes, stretching classes, strength classes, just getting moving. When you sit all day, like if you think about your digestive system, sitting all day does not really promote digestion. Your your legs are like up. So I try and do, the other day I did a Peloton yoga class where it was lots of twists because the twists are supposed to be really good to help um, your digestion. So that's been great. Um, The last tip I wanted to talk about is how I am sitting on the toilet, okay? I am used to, I sit down on the toilet, my feet are flat on the ground. I used to always go up on my tippy toes, but I learned very early on when I started the podcast and I did an episode um, with Dr. Alicia Jeffries. She is a pelvic floor physiotherapist and we were talking about sitting on the toilet and she mentioned that a lot of people when they sit on the toilet, they go up on their tippy toes and that's not good because you're basically activating your pelvic floor muscles, which is not like then they're not able to relax and fully like go pee or go poo, whatever. So I was aware of that and I would stop doing that. So I would go flat feet on the floor, but then I would lean forward with like my elbows on my knees and that is not good. So what I started doing is I now take Milo's little stool that's at the toilet for him to be able to get up and I put it close to the toilet and I put my feet up on there so it kind of is acting like a squatty potty um, which you know that product before I like kind of laughed at it but it is life-changing and I'm actually going to buy a legit squatty potty for my um, bathroom in my bedroom. So I put my feet up on there and then my reaction is I always want to lean forward, but I was reading probably on Pinterest or something that you should be leaning all the way back. So what I've been doing is feet up and basically so that my back is touching the back of the toilet and like sitting up kind of straight with leaning back. That has been like mind blowing. Okay. That has made the biggest difference. And like I'm saying, all these little things put together has been life-changing. And sometimes I am so excited and such like my mood is elevated because I'm pooping so well. I shit you not. Okay. Pun intended. And my poor husband, like he has to hear about it all the time. This morning I was sitting on the toilet and I thought I just had to go pee and I leave the door open. That's just like how I was raised. And I'm, I'm, I don't know, my, my husband's always like, close the door. And I'm like, no, like, I don't want to be by myself in here. Like, 
I don't like I don't want to close the door. So anyways, I'm sitting on the toilet. He's getting Milo ready for school, like putting his uh, boots on and stuff. And I'm like, uh oh, I think I have to poop. And my husband's like, close the door. And I'm like, I can't lean forward or it's going to mess up my bowel position to be able to poop properly. And he's like, oh, my God. So he like reaches over and closes the door for me. Oh, my poor husband. Um, And the other night, I just have to say, I was like, because I'm so focused on literally every piece of food that I am going to put in my mouth. I'm like, is this going to help me poop or not help me poop? Like the other night, my husband had a bowl, a little bowl of Swedish berries, like delicious. And he's like, do you want one? And I was like, I am not clogging up my intestines with that. No, thank you, sir. And I did not have any. I still haven't. So the other night I was like, what should we have for dinner? And he was like, you know what, babe? whatever you think is going to help you defecate, we can have that for dinner. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. You're so supportive. So he's supportive. And then other times he's like, is our life just going to revolve around you going poop? And I was like, yes, it is. And he was like, well, I did not sign up for this life. Okay. And I was like, deal with it. So that's that on that. I hope you guys got some good tips from there. It's been incredible. I will keep you posted on Instagram how things are going. I'm planning on doing a couple lives about constipation and diarrhea with um, a nutritionist or a dietitian. Not sure what they refer to themselves as. Um, and also a pelvic floor physio. So stay tuned for those just so much information. It's just incredible. Um, Yeah, that's it for me. I talked too much already, so I'm not going to not going to keep you much longer. But yeah, if you struggle with pooping, honestly, try some of these things and your mind will be blown. Um, That's it for me. And I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. And I hope your children sleep tonight and that you poop. (laughs) 